Taylor Swift has endorsed two Democratic candidates in her home state of Tennessee, Phil Bredesen for the Senate seat and Jim Cooper for the House seat. On her Instagram, she posted this note detailing the policies that she supports that would make her vote for these two, and she even explained why she isn't voting for Marsha Blackburn. And after looking at Blackburn's record, I don't blame her, because her record is horrible. As for Phil Bredesen, he is more of a centrist and corporate Democrat. Never mind having an option of a liberal. This election is in the red state of Tennessee where liberals are probably regarded as the spawn of Satan. She also told folk on her Instagram to register to vote since the deadline was approaching at the time. Good effort on her part because she has millions of followers and the impact that she could make speaks volumes. According to BuzzFeed from Vote.org, 65,000 people have registered 24 hours after her post. I'm not a complete fan of hers. I always liked her pop country music more. I've had a number of her singles on my worst songs list. I did not like her last album, Reputation. But putting all that aside, her using her celebrity status to tell people to register to vote is great. But some conservatives are not taking this well, because heaven forbid a celebrity get involved in politics. Neo-Nazis are heartbroken that their so-called Aryan goddess endorses Democrats. But they're already stupid for not taking her political ideology into consideration in the first place. Granted, she never supported them. She never even voiced her political stances when they were praising her for her white femininity. But she voiced it now and that's what matters now. Donald Trump was asked by a reporter about her voting for a Democrat instead of Marsha Blackburn, and it's almost exactly what I thought he would say. Quote, Blackburn is doing a good job. She's leading now substantially, like she should. She's a tremendous woman. I'm sure Taylor Swift doesn't know anything about her. Let's say that I like Taylor's music about 25% less now. Co-founder of conservative outlet Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk, voiced his disappointment on Twitter and even attacked her on Fox News. For those that don't know, him and other Turning Point co-founder Candace Owens have been adored by Kanye West. All three of them have met and communicated with one another, and I have no doubt in my mind that Kanye has received talking points from them. They love Kanye, and they are basking in the fact that they have him on their side. But here is what Charlie Kirk said on Fox News. Quote, This is what I used to love about Taylor Swift. She stayed away from politics. It was all about music, all about female empowerment. So look, Taylor Swift, I love your music. Personally, Kanye West, I'm a bigger fan of his. I wish you would have not done this and stayed away from politics. She has an, she has an amazing amount of cultural clout, without a doubt. An unbelievable following, and well-deserved, by the way. I just wish there would have been some sort of neutrality when she went about this, where she said register to vote, make an informed decision. That would have been the proper way to go about this. Instead, she said Marsha Blackburn is against LGBT. Give me a break. That is ridiculous. And anyone who knows Congressmo Congresswoman Blackburn has worked with her like I have know that this is far from the truth. She will be a wonderful United States Senator from Tennessee, you know, protecting the country and supporting the president's agenda. Okay, where do I begin? The level of hypocrisy that Charlie Kirk has displayed is beyond appalling. He said that she should stay away from politics, yet he has Kanye West involved in politics. Him and Candace Owens are such partisan hacks. They apply a standard to the left, but 
they won't apply it to themselves. Taylor should stay out of politics. Oh wait, Kanye is involved in politics and my relevance is predicated upon Trump's existence as a celebrity who got involved in politics and became president. Oops. This is the same dude that said she has been co-opted by leftist activists to advance their agenda, even though it's not hard to see that him and Candace Owens have been telling Kanye some right-wing talking points to remember. Add this to Donald Trump's statement about Swift not knowing anything about Blackburn. She knows a lot about her. She wrote a long Instagram, including detailed information about the policies that she voted yes and no on, and what the issues that she is basing her vote on. I was surprised that one of the hard issues that she is fighting against is systemic racism. But I wasn't surprised when I saw LGBT rights and equal pay and women's rights were added too. But she knows more about her voting record than Trump does. Here's a small excerpt on her take on Blackburn. Quote, I cannot vote for someone who will not be willing to fight for dignity for all Americans no matter their skin color, gender, or who they love. Running for Senate in the state of, T of Tennessee is a woman named Marsha Blackburn. As much as I have in the past and would like to continue voting for women in office, I cannot support Marsha Blackburn. Her voting record in Congress appalls and terrifies me. Well, all lives matter when it's convenient for Trump, Kirk, and Blackburn. So she's thinking for herself and not doing this to sell an album like Kanye, but this douchebag Kirk has to make this a left-wing conspiracy because those checks he's expecting from Republican billionaire donors ain't going to make themselves. And about Marsha Blackburn, she is farther to the right than Donald Trump. She received a 0% rating from the Human Rights Campaign, a pro-LGBT group that tracks the voting record of politicians on LGBT-related issues, and it's not hard to see why Taylor Swift finds her policies repulsive. One, she voted no on reauthorizing the Violence Against Women Act. Two, she voted no on prohibiting job discrimination based on sexual orientation. Three, she voted yes on constitutionally defining marriage as one man, one woman. Four, she voted yes on constitutionally banning same-sex marriage. And five, she is for amending the Constitution to define traditional marriage. For her to want to amend the Constitution to ban gay marriage is just giving the middle finger to the LGBT crowd. This is who Charlie Kirk thinks who will look out for the LGBT crowd. He's shamelessly lying. About the Violence Against Women Act, Taylor Swift sued a DJ for groping her and won her case, so I can only assume that maybe she saw what happened to her and realize that Blackburn isn't fighting for women's safety. And these are the policies related to what Taylor Swift holds dear to her. That's not even including her heinous economic policies or policies regarding national security. On Twitter, Charlie Kirk said that her career never re recovered since Kanye ended it. Last time I checked, Taylor's last four albums sold over a million copies in their first week. This dude is a mouthpiece for billionaire Republican donors. I'm done. Next. Kanye West was at the White House where he spoke to the press and Donald Trump about a number of issues, but in the process made himself become nothing more than a spectacle in need of help. 
He has been vocal about his bipolar disorder, but I'm left to believe that he isn't applying the necessary tools that his doctor or doctors have given him. He asked for a pardon from Trump to free Larry Hoover, who is serving multiple life sentences for multiple crimes, including ordering the murder of a 19-year-old. There are so many non-violent drug offenders in prison, and yet he chooses Larry Hoover. No one should be in jail for smoking weed. Most Americans agree, but Kanye disregards them, or maybe he doesn't know. But I don't know, since he's just all over the place with his speech and delivery. For those that don't know, Larry Hoover is locked up for a number of crimes. And they are drug conspiracy, extortion, money laundering, and continuing to engage in a criminal enterprise while in prison, and capital murder. He is a legend to the drug rap community. Why? There is a person locked up for life for smoking weed after landing their third strike. Stories like that deserve way more attention than Larry Hoover. Way to squander the opportunity for prison reform. I can't. I can't. And with him saying he might be Larry Hoover on a different planet in front of the press in the Oval Office, I can't. Kanye is right that he has done some positive change while locked up. His gang that helped form this uh, form Gangster Disciple has hosted some peaceful protesting and charity events, but... Larry Hoover should not be the first one released. Heck, he shouldn't even be released. Just because he renounced his violent past and has made a positive change for the better does not mean that he repaired the damage that he did back then by ordering the murder of a 19-year-old. I'll give Kanye credit for addressing prison reform to Trump. I love that Kim Kardashian fought to convince him to release Alice Johnson, who was locked up for a nonviolent drug offense. I'm not big on her, but she did something right. Meanwhile, it's all me, me, me with Kanye. He talked about Trump inspiring him to go to Adidas, when, which eventually landed him at earning billions of dollars through the Yeezy effect. It certainly feels like an alternative universe with two narcissists in the office. I want to say this quote from him, and this will be my last quote. Quote, I love Hillary. I love everyone in the campaign. I'm with her. Just didn't make me feel as a guy that didn't get to see my dad all the time, like a guy that could play catch with his son. It was something about when I put this hat on. It made me feel like Superman. You made me a Superman. That's my favorite superhero. You make me a Superman cake for me. Also, also as a guy that looks up to you, looks up to rappers that looks up to... American industry guys, non-political, no bull, and just go gets it done. What I need Saturday Night Live to improve on, what I need liberal to, liberals to improve on, is if he don't look good, we don't look good. This is our president. He has to be the freshest, flyest, the flyest planes, the best factories, and we have to go, we have to make our core be empowered. I get that he wants us to make sure Trump looks good because he represents the U.S., but putting aside decorum, his policies have been terrible. He has filled the swamp with terrible cabinet picks and terrible Supreme Court justice members. Kanye knows nothing about his policies. According to Forbes, Kanye said that he didn't know about the travel ban when T.I. was talking to him about his policies. 
and the travel ban was one of the most aired issues on TV. I can understand if he didn't know about him breaking the emoluments clause, emoluments clause of the Constitution or him having us in eight different wars. But the travel ban was a pretty big issue on TV. Kanye did talk about stop and frisk. I wish that he talked about it much longer, but I doubt that he would convince Trump to not allow it because Trump has been adamant about implementing it everywhere, including in, including in Chicago. He said that Rudy Giuliani, a.k.a. Mr. I can't, can't conduct an interview without saying 9-11, implemented it when he was mayor and it was successful when it wasn't. A study in 2011 found that 87% of people were stopped in frisk and they were young minorities between the ages of 14 and 24 and it had a 90% failure rate. That's not a success. That's an L. I got news for him. It doesn't work. He talked about the Kanye talked about the 13th Amendment, but not clear enough. I get that he wants to end slavery in the private prisons, but how he doesn't make his statement clear enough for common people that aren't political junkies to understand because ending the 13th Amendment brings back slavery, but he never clarified it. But these mixed messages should not be a thing when discussing prison reform. And he should not be the speaker to voice to Trump about these matters because he is not politically capable of addressing such issues. He has been vocal about his bipolar disorder and sleep deprivation. Trump odd enough has sleep deprivation, which explains his late night tweets. He said on SNL that Democrats want to make black families be on welfare. Well, let me respond by saying these facts found from research. One, the top 10 poorest counties are all red, all red counties. Two, red states receive more welfare than blue states. Three, black people are not the biggest welfare recipients. If him, Charlie, and Candace want to base their statements on percentages, then fine. But think about the consequences of people losing their welfare after Republicans cut it and privatize it. Most people who are on welfare are already working a full-time job. They will probably tell all those people to get a better job. Then who will fill those jobs? Someone has to fill those jobs and having some sort of safety net is needed while they search for better. And four, according to a study from Indiana University and the University of Hong Kong, eight of the top 10 most corrupt states are red states. And final note, I would be hard pressed to believe that Trump would be interested in private prison reform when a private prison company called GEO sent him $100,000 to his campaign as a favor. His attorney general, Jeff Sessions, rescinded an Obama-era guideline that limited the number of private prisons. Why would he be for reform when he showed us last year, through the events that I just addressed, that he could care less about what private prisons do and the type of business that they conduct? Unless your name is Rand Paul or Ron Paul, I don't know any other Republican that would fight for prison reform. Kanye needs help. He's acting erratically and it's disturbing and counterproductive.